Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Dear listeners, you hear people say it or sigh in resignation sometimes. Oh well, it will go the way it goes anyway. What can you do? All things go the way they do, isn't it? This is how we often are standing in the midst of this world or experience the course of events. It goes the way it goes. Who can change it? Who can control the course of his life? Who can change the world or the misery in the world? Whatever will be, will be. Indeed, that's how fatalistically people have reasoned and therefore adopted an attitude of let's eat and drink and be merry for tomorrow we die. Is this how it is, dear listeners? Is this how it works with God too? He created all things and then let it run its course? Does he watch things the way they happen, and does he let things happen without interfering? Does God concern himself with this world? Does God concern himself with your life? Does he have something to do with your illness, your handicap, or with the operation of your son? Does he know about the death of your loved one, Or did your mother just die because she was old? Does God know about suicide bombers, terrorist attacks, or assisted suicide legislation and euthanasia? It goes as it goes, and God is watching from a distance? Would such a God be God? Indeed, dear listener, such a God doesn't exist. If such were the case and everything goes according to the law of cause and effect, God would not be God. We know that this is not how it is, as we have seen these past few weeks in the messages of the voice of the church. We know God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, as the God who created all things and who still upholds and governs all things. He is the Almighty Creator of heaven and earth, who spoke and it came to be, who commanded and it stood forth. Psalm 33, verse 9. By His Almighty power, He is also everywhere present, and He is personally involved with everything that happens. Yes, Also after the fall into sin, also in this broken world and in the reality of sins and misery, he is in control and he governs all things as by his fatherly hand. Indeed, he is involved with you and me, reaching out to you and me with his word of power, his word of comfort, and his word of promise. After he had created all things, dear listener, 
God did not abandon the world or give all things up for a fortune or chance, but he so rules and governs them that in this world nothing happens without his direction. Then it is remarkable that the Bible expresses this intimate involvement in the way of saying that all things come by his fatherly hand, and that all creatures are completely in his hand. The prophet Isaiah, for instance, speaks that way when he prophesies that the Lord stretched out the heavens with his own hand. He made us with his hands. He led King Cyrus by his hand, etc. And as we have seen previously in Isaiah's prophecy, this is the hand of the Heavenly Father. He governs all things according to his will and doesn't let them happen by chance. What does that mean? Well, all things that happen do so according to his plan and under his direction. Chance, on the other hand, means that no one is involved with it, no one who has a purpose or intention with it. Chance is something senseless and useless, or, as people can say so flippantly, that's how the cookie crumbles, or that's how the dice has rolled. No, dear listener, it's not that way. There is someone who is in control. There is someone who has a plan, a purpose. It's God, the living God, who is present in everything with his almighty power. He is present in the common things, the grass, the leaves, the rain and the snow. He is present in the laws of gravity and the change of season. He is present in your life, in your condition, in your plans, etc. Yes, also in all the things that happen in the world, he is present with his will and direction, and he governs the peoples and rulers. In it all, he is present with his plan. He is on his way to his goal with this world. Does he have a plan with this world? Yes, he does as we learn from his word, and he gives rulers, and he removes leaders. He gives freedom and takes away liberties. He works faith, and he preserves in faith, come what may. The whole Bible, dear listener, is the book of God's providence, as it were, from which we learn to see his care, his protection, his plans, and his purposes, as well as the love with which he works it all out. You can see that in his gift of Jesus Christ, in the way of his life, his suffering and death, yes, in his plan with the church in this world and with mankind as well. He wants to make this world new completely, remove all its misery, and he won't give it prey to death and decay. He wants to bring his creation, this world and mankind, to its destination after all. 
He wants to come to his glory, receive his honor, and show his greatness and glory. Indeed, he wants to accomplish all that through Jesus Christ and through his work of salvation via cross and resurrection, because he loves this world so much. And he wants people to share in his work, share in this restoration and perfection. You too, whom he is seeking in his love, and whom he is calling to faith in Jesus Christ, so as to live for God. The word of God is filled with evidence and examples, dear listeners, that show us that God has everything to do with this world. He is in the seasons, in the events, in the developments. His power is in the weather stories, in the newscasts, and in the whimsical policies and strategies of the leaders and rulers. He is involved in the lives that enjoy prosperity and in the situations of adversity. He is in them as the Almighty God and also as the faithful Father, who is the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Indeed, for we owe it to Him, the Savior, to His atoning sacrifice, that He pursues His plans with His world, and that He opens His heart to you and me. Then you will see developments that you cannot understand, twists and turns that you cannot comprehend, and situations that you cannot handle, yet you may believe that He is in control, and that you are in His sight, while he is addressing you, calling you, and showing you the only way of salvation. Yes, for the plan and purpose with this world is for your and my salvation, and all things in the world and in your life work together to that end. God, the Creator, dear listeners, the Eternal Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, wants us to trust him. Paradise restored hasn't come yet. In fact, there is more in this world that might give the impression of regression than of progression towards that point. Yet the work of Jesus Christ is proof that the world is on its way to the new heaven and the new earth. With a view to the future also, we may trust that God the Father will give all things with him on our way to this destination. No, dear listener, God is not dead at all, nor absent, and not in retreat either. Let's not be confused by those theologians who allege that God can't help the misery in the life of his people or by scientists who pose that everything is just a matter of cause and effect, or by the masses which don't need God and claim that they are better off without him. Don't go by what meets the eye, dear listeners, but rather be guided, encouraged, and comforted by the word of God. He is the living God, who holds the whole world in his hand, and who has a word 
for the worlds and a plan with his worlds. It's this word for the worlds that is coming to you through the voice of the church. Yes, it is this word that is proclaimed to you in the church to which we call you in order that a true faith may be worked in you. A faith also that will be strengthened every time you come to worship God and hear this proclamation of the gospel in all its fullness. Thank you so much for listening.